0: Welcome to the Point After Show with Kyle Maurer, Marshall Heslaw, and Ian DeWitt. This is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly NFL games along with some healthy debate about current topics. Let's go.
1: Let's go with B. Ian's back.
2: I am back. Welcome. Sorry for my small hiatus.
1: We missed
3: you. Absence makes the ears grow fonder. I
2: could What's tell. It? I could tell. It was not the same without me. Shorter pod. It was like by almost. <laughs> I don't know what that means for me, but it was like by almost by like thirty minutes.
1: Read into it what you think.
2: Well, yeah. you didn't. You know, you didn't have my charms.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: Well. Or my, my things.
1: Keep going. <laughs> Keep that's going. What I else do we all have? I got, that's, <laughs> all yeah. Yeah. that's it. Okay. Cool. Fire. Yeah. We, you're right. We didn't have any. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Yeah. <it>, uh, <laughs> making fun of me. Let's <laughs> move to our question of the day. All right. Our question of the day today focuses on football. Duh, it's a football podcast. The point I like after. football.
3: That's yeah. Right. Ask the question.
1: Oh, okay. Let's talk about little college football. The the CFP college
3: explain football Explain it to playoff. me like I don't know what's going yeah. on. Okay. Just who, imagine you know, that I don't know what's going
2: on. Because this felt it to like me. this felt like this was worthy of talking yeah. about.
1: So the college football playoff has four teams that are allowed in it. They have a committee. That chooses amongst these top teams and chooses their top four How throughout many the year.
2: How many people are in this? I don't
1: know, like sixteen, Can I they, think, right around there. Is that that right? Wow,
2: I thought it was uh, like thirteen, but that's. That I mean, right. obviously, I know all this stuff
3: already. Regardless, you're so just they they, the take <laughs> top, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. they take their top, they
0: take their top four <laughs>
1: teams, and uh, throughout the year they're ranking them. I think from week eight on, they're ranking these teams, which really doesn't matter until the very end. Right. Uh, they ended up taking four teams yesterday. Number 1 was Michigan. Was undefeated yeah, Big 10 surprised. championship, no brainer. Right. Number 2, Washington. Mm-hmm. They were an underdog in the Pac-12 championship, final Pac-12 championship of all time.
2: They right. came out hot.
1: <clears throat> Number 1 overall previous week, Georgia loses to Alabama.
2: This was the Texas
1: state, wins in the Big 12 championship. Florida State goes undefeated, but 2 weeks ago they lost their star quarterback. Broke right. his leg. Right. Yep. Right. And then, their but they remained himself. undefeated, mm-hmm. even when their backup quarterback got hurt, had a concussion, and couldn't play in the ACC championship. So they won against Louisville, mm-hmm. undefeated. Mm-hmm. They beat Florida and LSU in the regular season, mm-hmm. and won the ACC championship undefeated. Yep. And they got left out.
2: Yep. Wow. Alabama. So number three. In.
1: Texas, Texas, yeah. Texas beat Alabama head to head at Alabama earlier this year, and then number four, Alabama. So we have Washington versus Texas, two versus three, right? Number one versus four is Michigan versus Alabama. So Georgia drops from number one to
2: number six yep. because They're out. of one loss to Alabama. They're out. Nuts! You know what's even funnier? Uh, FSU gets dropped to number five <laughs> despite a win. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Incredible. I.
1: I think that they got it right. I, I think if you're going for the best teams, Florida State would be a 10-point underdog to any team that they play in the playoffs. So this is the
2: thing. is, that's tough, that's tough.
1: And it's the, Oh, by the way, Kyle, because you don't really know, um, this is the final year that they Shut have up. four teams. You said this. I'm just restating what you said. Um, they have four teams in there. This is the last time they'll do that. Next year it will be 12.
3: I They're doing a 12-team playoff next year?
1: So next year it's going to 12, so we won't be arguing about – you know whether this shut, is a champion shut, should be left. Shut up. up,
2: Kyle. Think of it now,
1: Kyle. Hold on. They're gonna. <laughs> it's, it's no longer gonna be. Did the champion get left out? It's gonna be. Did Ohio State, who didn't play in the Big Ten championship, have a better reason to be in than Iowa, who made it there but lost? Yeah. That's what next year's in the future conversations will be. Yeah. Wow. So this extends the college football season. What, three weeks? Two weeks? Maybe. Right around there, yeah, probably.
3: Because they'll
2: probably, yeah, because there's going to be what?
1: They'll just move bowl probably. games up. Yeah. I mean, that's what it'll yeah. end up being. The yeah. playoff so, will start earlier. Sure, Here's earlier in December. Yep.
2: Here's the thing. I FSU got screwed, in my opinion. Wow. Uh, you. This is the first time that they've been doing this whole silly thing that a Power 5 team, which means they're in one of the Big 5 conferences – Goes undefeated. Can
1: I have you name him?
2: Well, you got the Pac-12. You got the Big 12. You got the Big 10. You got the SEC. And you got the ACC. Well, good job. Good job. I'm he really... didn't think I could do it. No, <laughs>
1: you just have this thing where that's for you. Where, like, I'd say, like, I, what's I, his I, first name? And you're like, damn it, is it Jeff Garcia or Jerry Garcia? I follow
2: I'm NFL like, more religiously. <laughs> I will say I do follow NFL more religiously, but I will – I do watch college football. I'm not, like, super – like, I couldn't – yeah, we're getting off track.
1: It's okay. Anyways, Florida but, State, you think, got screwed.
2: I think they got screwed. Did you hear their coach? I didn't hear their coach. Oh, said.
1: he was pissed. He should be. Yeah. And you see their quarterback tweeted, I guess I should have broke my leg four months ago instead of
2: yeah, this is four the weeks thing. ago. This mm. is the thing, though, that, like, sure, FSU would be a heavy underdogs going in. Alabama's probably going to give a better game. I'm not going to dispute that, but that basically just erased everything that FSU did. It basically just said, "Who gives a shit that you went undefeated? Who gives a shit that you won your conference? Who gives a shit about but anything?" I don't over think anybody
1: here? would leave an SEC team out. That just it won't and happen that, today. They, they didn't. That's right. why it they're in. It there. won't happen in today's college if football. If they wanted
2: to leave. If they wanted an SEC team to get in there, they should have left Texas. Out. Give
1: me your prediction. Who's winning it all?
2: What's going to fucking suck is it's probably going to be Alabama. and I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, <laughs> that's and actually that's your pick. Uh, Are you going to pull a Kyle and pick I, against your no, team? No, I think if Mi- I think Michigan Alabama is the national championship game, but because it's the Rose Bowl and it's oh, your I've seen semi- Michael Penix
1: put up fifty points game pretty easily <laughs> against a great, pretty good defenses.
2: I think I'm going to go Michigan. I think Michigan, if Michigan's going to do it, I think this is their year. Funny thing,
1: Kyle. Funny
3: thing. I know one fact. The last time Washington went undefeated. Oh, boy.
1: 1997. Oh. oh, oh. Guess what Michigan got half a national championship that year.
3: Exactly.
2: With Nebraska. There
3: you go. Michigan's last national title is in the same year in Washington's last undefeated season. We
2: need to root for Washington more often is what you're saying well, I it think It's just a funny coincidence. they were we are. Last
3: time this happened.
2: Alabama got in, but they almost lost to Auburn. They got lucky. If they lost that game, which they should have. They had a saying.
1: 40-yard Hail Mary yeah, with cool. seven cool. seconds left <laughs> against <absurd>. Auburn. <laughs> wow. That's absurd. Cool. That's good
2: football. So Pretty cool, th-
1: actually. Mm-hmm. If they
2: lost that game, though, this wouldn't even be a non-issue. Yeah,
1: but you could say that about every time. I mean,
2: you'd say it about. I think Michigan's going to win it. I think the biggest game will be their biggest challenge is going to be against Alabama, and you want to know what? Michigan, what? Alabama, Rose Bowl. You know they're going to sell like that's going to be record breaking, which is why Alabama's in it. Everyone knows it's about the money. It's about the money. So you got Michigan. It's all you got Michigan. No, Michigan. I don't. I don't necessarily. Oh, who have do you got?
1: We'll give, we need a prediction. It's going to be Texas. Come on. Ooh. Okay, I got that's Michigan. I but like
3: actually, I think there's a part of me that actually thinks like just because of the story and the drama and the and the uh, the scandal leading up to this, that it would just be t- so special, you might say, if Michigan were to take the title this yeah. year. Of it all was years. funny.
2: It was funny though. There was a whole bunch of people, xing, tweeting, whatever you want to call it now, tweeting out, xing. Uh, they were like, okay. So can Michigan start sealing signs again? Is this going to be okay to do against Alabama? Because no so one, one of it there? was like
1: SpongeBob <laughs> running around with fire, and it's like yeah. when Michigan staff realizes they stopped scouting uh, Alabama after week two when <laughs> they went one and one. Um, funny thing, Missouri head coach, Missouri's playing Ohio State in a bowl game, and they said the they had the Missouri head coach on, and I couldn't tell you his name to save my life. He said I. Hold on, and he pulls his phone up and says, I got Connor Stallion on the other line. He's giving me really good tips on this (laughs) game right now. I got to go. And hangs up. I was like, that is one of the funniest things I've heard from really the Blanche. Like, coaches never say anything, and he said something. So, Yeah,
3: love that.
1: All right, we are going to move on to our hot takes and Twitter prompts. And by that, I mean mailbag. That's right. Mm -hmm. First one comes from Eric Gianunzio. In short, my only Baltimore debate is they play great defense and run the ball. It's just as ugly. (laughs) Lamar, whose athleticism I love, has a QBR of 58.8, 13th in the NFL. He's an average quarterback as a passer. I get when people say, you you can't measure him like the other quarterbacks because of his running element. Well, that's true, but at the same time, that element doesn't translate into Super Bowls or playoff wins. He is a dynamic and fantastic runner and an average quarterback. when asked to be a drop-back passer. I did, however, see the same organization win a Super Bowl without throwing a touchdown pass for three straight weeks. Is this really the Ray Lewis-type defense? Their point differential this year is best in the NFL by a very wide margin. But they just play a brand that looks slightly better than the Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) Lamar has as much of a chance as winning a Super Bowl this year as Tim Boyle does. And if any of you respond that you can't measure him the same way, then I'm then I will say one question: How many Super Bowls has he won, Eric? G. Nanzio. Dude,
2: this is like I have from like <laughs>
1: in the history of this show, I have never been more riled up by a take
3: from a listener. That's
2: no, this is false. Well, from a listener because this is from a listener. This is my take. I. This was me two years ago. In a little bit last year, but I kind of stopped talking about him too much because I still kind of was like, whatever. I I don't necessarily know if I feel this strongly about him anymore. I'm like, nah, Lamar, especially with the quarterbacks in the league, Lamar's definitely in the top echelon of quarterbacks right now. I would put him up there. Thank you. I would. I, you. I'm like I would say, especially with the way he's been playing this year, I'm a little bit more on board. But they've been doing a little bit more of what I wanted them to do, which is I have, and I, I has, I have literally said almost this verbatim that he was a run first type of quarterback. And that was, that was his predominant like MO in his MVP year, really. But this year I think he's really trying to move away from that. And I love that. And I think it's actually working a lot better than what Giannanzio would would have us believe.
1: hundred percent. G, this is this is. A- By the way, for listeners that didn't listen last week without Ian here, we had kind of a similar question that Kyle and I basically scoffed at, like scoffed away. And was we it were, from G? Or yeah, it was. Else? It was. Oh, okay. It was. See,
3: <laughs> G, you're just trying to rile us up, <laughs> and it's working.
2: <laughs> it's working. I don't get that Riley about this take, but
3: I'm not going to force you to take this position and like make us come after you.
2: Because I, I, well, I'm more on your side now. Than thank you, thank you. i so said that, that, I feel know. like I've said this this year that I'm more on the Lamar while Lamar side. has been you, have been. you have while been Lamar
1: grandpa. has been MVP in the first eight games of the season. I couldn't consider. I, I just don't think there's been a lot of memorable passing games from him. Uh, but I did hear a similar debate. I I just said, even... Hold on, stop. Okay, I, I heard a fine. similar debate uh, this week from Cam Newton talking about how he felt that Peyton Manning screwed over the future generations of football players because people always thought a quarterback should have a great quarterback game would be 300 yards passing, three touchdowns, 20 for 28. Right. Okay. And then he goes, you want to know what my perfect game is? I throw for 205. I run for 100, and I combine for three touchdowns. It's the same game, if not harder, because I'm keeping a defense more honest. And he said, you know, you wouldn't believe how many people have the rhetoric that my game wasn't as good as Peyton Manning's game. Like, I haven't heard a lot of quarterbacks put another quarterback's name on criticism like that. This is kind of a similar conversation. Think- I've always stuck up for Lamar Jackson because – I think the unfair criticism he got coming out of college, where NFL NFL quote unquote scouts, uh, professional scouts quotations for those of you not in the room watching us, were saying this guy should be a wide receiver because of his speed. Like you, you didn't watch him play. If you think that he's just an athlete and can't throw, like he can throw. Is he predominantly a runner at first? Sure. No. In this, but in this offense this he's year. Not. In this offense this year, he is not.
2: Yeah. In previous
1: iterations, Kyle, he is. The, just even based on the way they have their offense, where they're having a fullback to the right of him and a running back right behind him, and they're doing read options, uh, you know, out into the... And then holding it, and then I got a pass option if I want in there, too. The, the word option is not in a pass-first quarterback's vocabulary. It just isn't. Mm-hmm. So... The league is changing into quarterbacks like this. It is. So.
2: This is a, a this kind of leads into a little bit. That's about, my take. You. It's This kind of leads into a little bit about Tom Brady. The last couple weeks has been kind of posting that he thinks like the game is. Ugh,
1: I'm so sick of him. He's getting whatever. ready. He's getting ready to be in the booth.
2: Whatever. But he, he kind of. whatever He talks. Um, that's not my point. My point is that he's making some, like, arguments very similar to, you know, that the quarterback game is different or all these different things. And I think what we are watching is more of a difference in style of quarterback play compared to what he was. So it's really easy, for example, if you were to say, would you take Tom Brady in his prime or would you take Patrick Mahomes? Most, Let me ask you that, actually. Who would you take, Tom Brady in his prime, or would you take Patrick? Patrick
1: Mahomes, Mahomes. yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Right, so, it's not even a question either.
0: And the like, logic yeah.
2: is, the logic is, and this is kind of where, where, um, where Tom Brady was talking about was that the logic is those type of quarterbacks like Lamar, and I'm not saying this is true of Lamar. I'm just saying like like Lamar, because um, that's who we're talking about here. Is their the raw athleticism is like through the roof miles above Tom Brady. Like 100 miles. Like prime Lamar 10 times more athletic than prime Brady.
1: A, a million times more right. athletic. Right. And no
2: one's like, no one's
3: going to 10 us like it. a and really bad number. Like, why is there the TB12 method? What like I want the I want the Lamar method whatever that is. Right. <laughs> like, so there's like
2: no By the way, when you're course, done we
1: are going to unleash him just to, if you have no, any more. that's fine.
2: So <laughs> of course <laughs> Like, people are going to take, like, your prime athlete. Because they're, like, athletes. Mm-hmm. They're, like, very different than, like, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady style, which was very much, and even, like, Tony Romo is another good example of, like, those, like, really hyper-high-Q, I like, general.
1: What like about you? Would you take prime course. Romo or the last eight, five weeks of Dak? So, so this, this is, is prime like, Dak, by the way, yeah. for the record. Dak is, is playing great. the
2: best
3: of his
1: career.
2: He is. I, who you so take,
1: don't overthink it. Just I want to hear I,
2: it. Oh, t- oh. Tony Romo. Okay, and that I'll was because, Dak. and I, th- I'm gonna stick true to like how I felt about Dak's first year. I thought they should have benched him <laughs> and put Romo back in for yeah, the playoffs, I and I that. actually felt they would have won. I felt they would have actually gone a little further.
1: So back to Lamar. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you have any more to say on that, Ian, all, all or are we good point, to let like Kyle my leash? point
2: was. Like, there's – he's making – like, G is making this, like, crazy debate. And you made a really good point. I actually didn't hear that from Cam, and I think that's a great – It's
1: really – he gave probably one of the better interviews I've ever heard from an NFL quarterback.
2: And that's, like, really good insight into how the game is changing into more, like, these really athletic quarterbacks compared to that Brady, Manning, Montana – bar of almost totally. style which is very like pass heavy maybe a little bit more football IQ but go ahead
1: Kyle anything you want to just leave for G just a yeah. chew on I want oh man can we should we challenge G to call in Ooh. maybe can we make the app ep- will we tie-
2: degenerate into just like shouting and yelling you know like that's my only concern is because we're well about it's to-
1: on the phone you can't really yell on the phone
2: <laughs> but he could
3: can we make the title of this episode, like, suck it, G? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will not do that to G. I will not do I refuse.
3: I, I mean, I have the utmost respect for our listeners. I will so. I will not okay. put that
1: as the title. I, all
3: right. All right. Just, how about, like, G, you don't know ball? Uh, or G, you're a fraud. Oh, I like fraud talk. All right. Fraud talk with G. G does not know ball because uh, there is, first of all, uh, he invented statistics. I don't know where these even came from. Is, is he is he citing like a, a specific game? Because those don't, they're they're not even correct. Uh, these stats. Nobody, nobody has a fifty eight QBR on the True season. QBR. Yeah, nobody. Uh, his is ninety eight point four, which is one of the top in the league. Sorry, G. I'm sorry, G. <laughs> but like you're, you must be well. Maybe you're like five is cherry picking specific. his worst game of the season or something like that. But I don't even think he had a, a game where his rating was that low. Uh, so it, his QBR is great, it, fantastic. He, he has a better QBR than Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and many other uh, well-respected quarterbacks. He has a better completion percentage than all of those guys. Like he's top five in comp- completion percentage and in QBR in the league. This is passing statistics.
1: He's he, and like these other guys, many of them have great receivers. By the way, Ian, uh, let the record show. Kyle's scratching his head right now. He's so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm
3: first of all I don't know where G is even coming from with these stats I'm not I'm convinced the only thing that makes sense to me is oh, you're not watching
2: he's looking him at, play I see where he's He's looking at pro football reference on here Lamar's got a QBR of 58.5 Where's that what's for what for the season uh yeah that's for the season
1: Oh, suck on that. He doesn't. Gee, I'm going to title this podcast Suck It, Kyle. I'm
2: literally looking right at it. He's definitely got a 58.5 on there.
3: Yeah, except he has a 98. Are
2: you cherry-picking your stats then?
3: No, I'm looking at NFL.com.
1: Oh, I I mean that. uh, They must be. Oh, no, Jim. I'm going with Ian on this one. I'm just going to leave wait, it at Kyle. nobody has
3: a 58.4. That's an abysmal QBR. It's, a,
1: it's obviously they're doing a QBR a little differently. Just relax. Uh, next week, the challenge has been thrown, G. You can call in.
3: I was just, anything, get, I was just getting started.
1: Any, yeah, we need to cut you off, too, because it you needs to be helped. You guys talked for
3: an eternity. Fine. 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 <laughs> Lamar is one of the best passers in the game right now. He is one of the most fantastic passers of the football in the world right now. He he has a better ball than (laughs) almost anybody else. Almost. I love his ball. There are only several guys who can even compete with his ability to throw the football. And you know what? He makes it look more effortless than any of them and right, now he has an old. entire <laughs> dimension to their to his game that they can't even touch that they can't even dream of
1: having do you
2: think he's the best quarterback in the league cuz the way you're talking i mean you would almost think he's like the best quarterback that's ever walked i don't in think the he's better
1: than cj stroud
3: i might go so far if i had to pick a quarterback to build my franchise around right now honestly i mean there's a there's a strong argument for mahomes it's hard to Pick anybody else, but I might go with Lamar.
0: Okay,
1: I think he's the MVP this year, and that's my take. Um, we'll see how these last few he weeks. He is out, a better passer than all of the other leading
3: MVP candidates at this time. Anybody talking about Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts and Tua?
1: Currently, Brock Purdy is the favorite in Vegas to win the MVP.
2: Not a surprise, really. He's got more TDs. He's G, the, the gauntlet has been division. thrown. He's got. Purdy's got more TDs. He's got more yards. He's got more um, complete – like, his completion percentages is better. He's well, Gene, uh,
1: next week you're going to call into the show.
2: He's got almost Purdy. He's got he, almost 500 more yards and only one more interception.
1: He is going to be so so happy tomorrow, and he's, he's going to walk out of his classroom and go, <laughs> I really pissed that Kyle guy he off, did, didn't like I? Like, no other listener <laughs> I, ever I has. will
2: agree that Lamar is definitely <laughs> – very good, like top five quarterback, a hundred percent.
1: He's top five, and an ain't five. I want to see him with,
3: with. I don't know if I'd put it. who can catch you.
2: You are like getting a little too high on him for me, but he's top five.
3: I want to sure. see him match up with some with a. I want him to get a Stephon Diggs. Why can't he get a Tyreek Hill? Why can't he get he's a got Mike Evans? No flowers, come on. Have you not been watching him, or it's a good start? It's a good start. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And it I'm is. excited about this, and the
1: results speak for themselves. And he's got a Kelsey who's injured right now. So don't throw that out either. Right. He, he does have that piece. So And they lost their best running back in week one.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Uh, let's move on to the commission report. Gee, you heard it here first. We're looking forward to you coming in here, throwing down the got. And by you coming in here, I mean you calling us, and then throwing down the gauntlet with old Kyle. So right now we got the commission report from Adam Silver. I feel like I need to take
3: a
0: Mission reports. That's right, the biggest game of the NFL season to this point, and the Niners made an emphatic statement. Not just a win, but a dominant, that's capital D-O-M-I-N-A-N-T win on the road against what has been regarded as best team in the league. After a lousy first quarter, of course, in which the Niners actually had negative yards, the team took off with a scoring at will against what's supposed to be a championship defense? Hmm. Debo Samuel backed up the trash-talking, and the hapless Eagles secondary actually looked like they were incapable and or just a bit afraid to tackle him cmc showed why he's the best back in the league and in my opinion there's no one close eject greenlaw for a wuss penalty spurred on by a fat slob security reject go ahead we'll let you get your tush push garbage td for the game and raise you by answering with a debo td right back in your face rock purdy is the question right now right i don't care what anyone says but if you go 19 for 27 for 13 314 yards and four tds with zero picks on the road against the super bowl caliber team you're a damn good quarterback the guy is cool in the pocket not afraid to push the ball downfield and simply doesn't make mistakes if that's quote overrated i'll take it all day and twice on sundays tough mid-season three-game losing streak, yes, but this team has rebounded in a big way with four straight dominating wins and is playing like their lives depend on it. They're hungry and right now the best team in the league. Now back home to snuff out the Seahawks and as painful as it is to say somehow gently root for the Cowboys next week as they host Philly. And finally, looks like Vegas knows what they're doing when they say a 10-to-1 team playing at home is an underdog. That's right. Hashtag stay hungry. Hashtag full speed ahead.
2: This was the Commission Report. Wow.
1: Wow. Well, first of all, we've missed you, Adam. We did. So, thank you for sending something in. Now we've got to
3: tell you to suck it.
1: Second of all, pretty's a fraud. No, I'm kidding. Uh, The one thing that I saw from that game that I would take away is Debo went healthy as an animal. Yeah. This was (laughs) – He talked about the Eagles, by the way. Sorry to cut you off of that they were frauds all offseason. He said they're frauds. Bradbury's trash. I'm going to put him on spot. I respect uh, uh, Slay, but the rest of their defense is trash, and I'm going to show it. He showed it. <laughs> he backed uh, it up. He was awesome. He was a game wrecker.
2: This was what I expected the NFC Championship game to look like last year. Uh, I was like, I, pe- I'm pretty sure if I go back, I picked the Niners. And when, of course, you never got that game because Purdy goes down, and then they have to just run the entire time. But I just remember, like, this was. The Niners have the most complete team. I think this was on full display, just how complete the team is.
1: And let's not get over how McCaffrey you think is the best um, in the league, but also let's not get over the fact that he's probably one of the best actors in the league when he tried to flop in front of the ref and he picked him up and said, mm, <laughs> I'm not falling for that one. I know. That was kind of funny. They
2: just, they're just they just too star star-studded. I mean, if there's any team... In the league that's just got all of the stars, all of the studs, that it's them.
3: That's what I'm saying. If I've got a Niners take, it's honestly, I'm disappointed in the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, wow. I am literally disappointed in this team.
2: How dare they put 42 points and hold them to what, like 13? This team 10 and one
3: is an all-star team.
2: In their home.
3: Imagine if you could assemble an all-star squad in the regular season. And you go be eight on the and Cowboys. three? You go eight and three. Oh. Come on. You guys can do better than that. You have one of the best rosters I've ever seen in my life. I'm not kidding. There are people who were traded to this team who last season were basically the best player on their team. And now, if you start listing this Niner players, you won't even mention them. Like, this roster is so stacked, it's unfair. And yet,
1: they're competitive. I'm disappointed in this oh, Niners team. More than I love, I love <laughs> that
3: and they're up and down. We're
1: ending it on his note right there. I want Adam Brock Purdy. You know what else he leads the league more in? Like Proc, more like Brock Dirty. You know what he leads the league in? Guess
3: <laughs> average yards after catch per completion. Oh, duh. You're who saying he's a good? Who wouldn't have guessed yacker. that? He chucks the ball to Kittle, to McCaffrey, to Debo, to Ayuk, and these guys run and basically very close to half of the yards that he has are attributed to him. him you know, a check down, are, Charlie? You know what I
2: think is funny? He gets
3: a lot of yak. Uh, he gets more yak than anybody else in the NFL. That's a, that's, that's what happens a when it's his first.
2: You want to know what I think is always so funny about these like arguments of like, oh, Purdy sucks, Lamar's great. Frauds. I didn't Golf say he sucks. <laughs> I didn't
3: say he sucks. I've but heard, when you, let me roll things, the tape back. You put these, you put these guys in the same things. conversation.
2: But what's funny to me is... At the end of the day, he is doing exactly what is asked of him to do. That's right. And for a second year, Mr. Irrelevant, that is all you want.
3: That's a hundred percent true. You put a quarterback out there who gets some big idea, like he needs to carry the team and needs to throw it deep and like really put the put the money on it. He needs to be slapped because that's not what this team is built for. At this time, you're surrounded by all store all stars. Like you have one of the best offensive minds coaching this team that we've ever seen. Like McDaniels? And you. all you have to do is follow the scheme and, and reasonably accurately throw the ball most of the time to your yak monsters.
1: So, so I heard somebody compare it to like Shanahan. He knows the test. Okay. He wants a quarterback that he can give the answers to the test, and he's going to give them those answers. He doesn't want a quarterback that thinks he's smarter than the test. You know, could he do this? Could he do this with Lamar or with Patrick Mahomes? Maybe, but those guys—they—they might think I'm smarter than you, and I'm smarter than the test. Brock Purdy's like, I know who I am. I was below 500 quarterback at Iowa State, and if you tell me the answers, I'm gonna—I'm gonna remember that the answers go D C B A A B C D D C B A. Do you yeah.
2: think? Do you think? Yes. If you put oh. Aaron Rodgers. Oh. On the Niners, as often as that conversation was happening. Do you think that would have worked?
1: His ego is too big to follow the system. It, the players on
3: this Brock the,
2: Purdy, system quarterback,
3: right there. You heard like it Like, what do you mean work? Like, the players on this team overall are too good for, like, a quarterback, a good quarterback yeah, to fail. Yeah, but you've seen like,
2: we've seen all-star teams not always gel.
1: The Pistons. <laughs> okay currently on an 18 game losing streak close to the record yeah yeah i I think it's something that we're going to keep an eye on uh our next take comes from addison dewitt addison i really want to end on his final question um so we'll start with wtf happened to the eagles they looked like the lions on thanksgiving on thanksgiving break it down for me guys kind of talked a little bit about the san francisco side how did you guys feel about the eagle side give me a quick little shot on that there is a point that the Eagles had just played 3
3: ga- three games basically in the span of what was it 12 days or something to that effect and the Niners what? had a much longer rest and that you know when it when you see the Eagles come out and have a great first quarter and then struggle after that I don't know there's some part of that that adds up to me This
2: th- That's fair. One their uh offense being sluggish. I mean the Niners defense is number 1 in the league. So that's not like a crazy Their offense surprise. looked pretty darn good
1: against Bills last week. Yeah.
2: So that's not like At crazy times. crazy for me to think that the the defense just got the better of them and their defense I mean got torched has been getting torched. I thought and I I don't know this for sure, but I thought I remember listening on the the cast yesterday that the Eagles in a lot of their games that they obviously end up winning were trailing And you can't trail a team like the Niners and expect to come out on top, especially when they're fully healthy. And I think the Niners really wanted that win. I think they came into that game, and they were fired up from last year, and they just wanted it.
1: You heard it here first. They wanted it. They wanted it. Uh, Tim DeWitt writes in, Lions defense will doom them in the playoffs.
2: And even Ian, hunt. you weren't
1: here. <laughs> Ian, you weren't here last week to talk about the Packers beating the <laughs> shit out of the Lions. Uh, Convenient. Uh, you were almost here. <laughs> <laughs> you were almost here this week for a potential God. loss to the Saints after starting twenty-one nothing with eight minutes twi- left in the oh first.
2: Oh, My gosh, I you, was screaming at my TV
1: with your daughter there.
2: They were asleep. It was okay. nap time.
1: You that. were screaming while they were napping. They were downstairs.
2: Claire, they, that. they they were downstairs. They had sound machines on. They couldn't hear me. Okay, fine. It was abysmal. Their defense will lose them games. It has lost them games, right? I'll give it to the Packers. I think the Packers are definitely a lot better right now. Right now than they're getting than they were getting credit for. I think the Packers' defense is actually That's two ga- two weeks in a row. I haven't watched a lot of Packers games. Mm. Um but their defense looks really good. Right
3: Certainly, now. at this point, you've seen the um, the graphic depicting the first eleven games for Rodgers oh, yeah. next to Jordan Love's first eleven games. Yeah, yeah. And Picture you've seen of all
1: three of them throwing and Brett Favre throwing the ball while not having their feet on the ground. Right,
3: right. Yeah. And that and the fact that they have the same number of touchdowns, the same exact number of yards. Yeah. in so their first eleven games. Yeah, you've seen this. A little oh, eerie. Yeah, yeah. How does this as a make me feel? How does it make you feel? You know, right now.
2: I don't know yet because the Lions are currently leading the the division, and but I'm not I'm not happy <laughs> right <laughs> now. Not, Lions have 99 percent chance got, to make the playoffs,
1: 97 percent chance to win the division.
2: They you're the saying divi- there's a chance? Telling me there's a <laughs> chance? You're telling me, oh, Jim, there's a chance? To be fair, there it is. Oh. Oh,
3: thank you for coming
2: back. I know. To be fair, I think the Lions will win the division. I think they will. Get a home playoff game. And I think they will have a shot at winning a playoff game. Respect this
3: year. it. Okay. At this point they're gonna play. If they've got the two seed, which is very no teams. The, they'll be the three the seed.
2: The teams I don't know, the Eagles
1: in in Dallas could beat each other up.
2: They could cannibalize each other. Yeah. Kind of like possible. every Pac twelve game the, ever is possible. This, to go back to to this, like take though their do their defense is going to doom them. I mean, it already they almost lost to the Bears, which they're going to their house this week. The
3: problem, what the reality is, the Lions want the three seed because then you play the winner of the NFC South, which yeah. will be the Falcons.
2: No, you don't. The winner of the NFC South will be in their own game against someone else.
3: Is that right?
2: Yeah, because it's seven game seven. So the th- seeds. the
3: two is going to play the seven. The three, three will play, play the six, the six and the and four, four and the will five, five. Yeah.
1: will play. Okay, there's three wildcard teams now. You cracked yeah. me up, Kyle. Good okay. math over here. Uh, By the way, whatever. Kyle does watch football, guys. Uh, final question comes from <sighs> Addison Duet. This has been a fun year of NFL. I just want agree, disagree. Don't give me your take. Agree, disagree. This has been a fun year of NFL, to be honest. Too many egregious – or not too many egregious calls from the refs. More primetime blowouts, but – Ultimately, I feel like it's been a good season to watch. Agree or disagree? Agree.
2: It's been a good season, yeah.
1: I agree as well. Yeah! Addison, thanks for your take. Uh, any other big news we want to talk about before we move on to our weekly um, segments? I don't see a whole ton on here.
2: No, the The Dom and Greenlaw thing was just funny.
1: Yeah. Can you just describe yeah. it to our listeners who do are watching? Big Dom!
2: Jesus. Security. Secu- the head of security for the Eagles picks a fight with... Greenlaw. That I was your Achilles know, Achilles voice by I the way. I don't know who his his first name is. Just right. so before you start asking me, what's what's Greenlaw's first name? Do you like to do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Gerald. I don't even know if I believe you. <laughs> I'm afraid it's not. <laughs> <laughs> i afraid you gonna do that. It's Greenlaw. Greenlaw. <laughs> they. So Greenlaw gets he makes a pretty <laughs> big tackle on somebody. I can't even remember right. who it was. Yes. Whatever. Okay. but the head of security comes up and gets in his face which was immediately a bad idea he shouldn't be he starts like poking and touching it's not law. a player like you get yeah. he's the head of security there's been a ton of coach like people who've come out and said why is the head of security even that close to the sideline
3: it doesn't make sense it's,
2: he shouldn't be there goofy. i just think it's funny that the head of security is like you this is my player. This is my team. I got to keep them safe. What are you doing, tackling? Them? Right. I'm like, what are you? What an idiot! Well, he, he doesn't he, understand his own he job. He shoves the Niners <laughs> court, the guy, and the Niners guy like basically flicks his nose or something. <laughs> yeah. He it's literally something. like points at him, and like they touch, and they both get ejected. Oh,
1: and they touch. Right.
2: They touch. Yes,
3: Isaiah Pacheco also <laughs> got
1: ejected from.
2: Yeah, but he threw night. a punch though, didn't he? Yeah. You guys just
1: need to go watch the club. It is really funny as somebody just like a non-football player being ejected from a football game is always funny.
2: not even a coach.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm it's always absurd. for it. I'm always for it. I, I, <laughs> I, I will love the content. I, I, I like, love the antics. And too. by the way, I loved him walking off and basically pumping the crowd up for them to not score another point after he yeah. had that happen. So I that's really last, funny. Last thing, not last because I'm. After oh, then you. go ahead, Kyle.
2: Yeah, go. Ahead. You can oh, go. Oh, okay. I want to be last.
3: You want the last word? Uh, second is most interesting. Um, I say, like, congrats to Mike Evans for another 1,000-yard season. That makes 10 straight. Wow. And, which ties Randy Moss for career 1,000-yard y- plus seasons. With awesome. some of the quarterbacks seasons. he had? Only like Jerry God. Rice has more than either of them 1,000-plus seasons with uh, 14 or something like that. Um, so Mike Evans, is he's a special guy. I mean, this is a Hall of Fame
1: wide That's receiver. That's a big take right there.
2: He's going to be a free agent.
1: Uh, Yeah.
2: He, <laughs> Wait till he goes to the Ravens. Ooh, I was just going to that. see it. Come on.
3: Him and Odell. Can you think? Can you even? Uh, let's not do that. Maybe we can get Julio Jones. <laughs> anyway, um, but actually the, my favorite bit of news from the week was something very simple that just brought me a lot of joy. You know the graphics for uh, the Thursday Night Football? For, <laughs> yes, I know it. what you're going to do. Yes. Yes, when they d- do the hype vi- for the for the game. They have a graphic and for they a, show, the best. And they always show the best player, oh, yeah. and it's like the quarterback. And sometimes it'll oh, be like. yeah, I know where you're going. Sometimes it'll it be you know, like, I know. We going. have the Patriots versus the Steelers. Yes, yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes it says a lot when it's not the quarterback. It'll be you know, the best wide receiver or the best running back or Miles yeah. Garrett or something yeah. like that. <laughs> this time <laughs> for the Patriots, this just says what their season is like, what
2: their team is like. It showed Bill Belichick. <laughs> Which is unbelievable. Well, they I, can't show their quarterback because they have no idea who their quarterback I is. I got a
1: couple of Patriots stats I need to get to real quick if you guys are okay with it. Right now, the Patriots are the first team to lose three straight games where they only allowed 10 or fewer points since the 19, 1938. Jeez. Okay, the Patriots right now, um, they are they have allowed, since week 9, 46 points. Second place, oh, that's that's leading the NFL, by the way. Second place is the Niners. The Niners are 4-0. The Patriots are 0-4 in those games. (laughs) And then I have one other good stat. Uh, Currently, we finally have our first NFL team eliminated from the playoffs, the Carolina Panthers. That's for you. That's for you. It's a good stat right there.
2: Speaking of of all of this, we we have a pretty good idea. The best in the NFC is most likely the Niners or the Eagles, maybe the Cowboys. Who's who? If you had to pick a team right now, I already know Kyle's who's the best team in the AFC, just you don't have to even defend it. Just tell me, Dolphins,
1: and that's where I'm gonna go with my weekly.
3: We'll get there,
2: we'll get there. What does Kyle got?
1: Okay,
3: Ravens, whatever. Move on. Let's okay. Go. Okay. Weekly segment take, for me. Oh I'll, I'll take Let's Miami. Hear yours. I'll take Miami. Let's go. Ah. Speaking I of to Miami. A, never mind, I won't.
1: <laughs> Speaking I of Miami, we have the weekly segment for me, which is award time. This is the Thanos I'll Do It Myself award. Classic. I'm dedicating to Tyreek Hill. Currently Tyreek Hill has fourteen hundred and eighty one passing yards or receiving <laughs> yards. Nice. He has more than <laughs> He's a quarterback now. He has more than every Falcons receiver every Jets receiver, every Giants receiver, every Patriots receiver, and every Cardinals receiver. He is number one in the NFL with 1,481 yards receiving. There's a 300-yard gap between him and second place, which is C.D. Lamb with 1,181. If I did the same 300-yard gap, instead of going from 2 to 3, it goes from 2 to 14. Which is Michael Pittman of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, right now, Tyreek Hill has become the game breaker that Debo has been for the Niners. That's why when Mike da- Mike McDaniel said Tyreek Hill is available, give them everything. We'll give them. Don't tell him I said it. Give them everything we can to get that player. He's available. Go get him. He changes the offense. Mm-hmm. Tua throws ducks in. Tyreek takes it 60 yards. I could tell you right now that TK Metcalf had the fastest touchdown this past week. And I'm telling you, I bet all the money I had in my account on Tyreek Hill getting at least a touchdown because I know that cocky, you know, ego guy is sitting there going, I'm not letting him get a touchdown when I I could get one just as fast. Like, I think both of his touchdowns were basically, how fast can I run? and I don't think it was as fast as Jamison Williams ran the end around for the Lions yesterday.
2: I know. He really hoofed it.
1: <clears throat> so my weekly The Thanos I'll Do It Myself award goes to Tyreek Hill. To I, your
3: point, the stat I referenced earlier about Brock getting a lot of yak to a second in average yak per
1: completion. That's why I don't think that, that he could win an MVP. We talked to, I think Tyreek Hill, he's about f- just north of 500 yards away from and he has five games to do it to be the first wide receiver ever to get 2,000 yards. But I think if Cooper Cup couldn't get it last year when he had the most receptions, yards, and touchdowns as a wide receiver, I think it'll be very difficult for Tyree too. But I wouldn't be against it because I don't think there's an NFL quarterback because it basically is a quarterback award. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's an NFL quarterback out there that is giving – uh, a yeah. spectacular performance. That's, and, Ian, I'd be interested maybe in the future, maybe in a couple of weeks from now, maybe next week, I'd love to hear a blind rankings of non-quarterbacks that could win an MVP. Yeah, I guarantee I was, we would all put Tyreek pretty, um,
2: pretty
3: at one. high. Pretty if high they get the one seed, I he, he has a great shot.
2: This is the first year, because quarterback play is down, that a non-quarterback almost feels. And you have two really good candidates in Tyreek and Christian McCaffrey, both of them, I feel like, are making really strong cases. Mm.
1: Let's hear your moderately interesting segment this week, Kyle. (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah, it's not uh, particularly good, but there's a couple things. I love uh, when you uh, set the bar right there. (laughs) (laughs) Let me go take a piss. I'll be right back, guys. No,
3: stop. I hate it when you do that. Every time I
1: start to... My soliloquies.
2: You do leave a lot. During I have the to second. piss.
1: What do you want? I have, a sm- I have a bladder of like a four-year-old. It's a <laughs> short show.
2: Bring a bottle.
3: I do right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, <we> can,
1: <laughs> install a commode
3: next to the... Anyway. <laughs> um, Maybe a bidet, too. I, the questions that were on my mind... Uh, this isn't really information for you guys. This is more... Just kind of want to like, see where we're at. The questions that I wanted to see where you're at. There are two that are on my mind that I was curious about your take on. I'll, I'll, I'll throw one out at a time, and, it, and if it's really quick, then, then we'll do the second one. The first is, I'm looking at the, our current quarterback class, and we have we have basically at this time, that's like three, two, six, nine <laughs> quarterbacks... Uh, notable i should, i would say notable starting quarterbacks who are over 30 my question is do you think any any of these have a shot at the hall of fame any of these
2: the ones over 30
3: yeah i'm talking about the like that we yeah. will see within the next 10 years yeah. actually in the hall of fame like I, these are only the old over I give 30 you one? class i'll i'll tell you the over 30 class okay the over 30 class is Kirk Cousins, Andy Dalton, Joe Flacco, Geno Smith, Matthew Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr. But roughly from oldest to youngest.
1: I got three in there. I got Stafford. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. And I personally feel like Flacco is a no-brainer because you can't tell the story of the NFL without Flacco. He's the originator of the Skip Bayless debate, is he a leader or not? <laughs> After he threw that touchdown against or to Torrey Smith against the Patriots and sent oh, him to yeah. the Super Bowl and then won, like, he's the originator of that. Like
2: He's a Super Bowl MVP. But
1: Andy's the originator of the Dalton line. Red rifle? <laughs>
2: yeah. Andy Dalton hasn't done he, – he never even won a playoff
1: game. If they gave Hall of Fame for, like, potentially best backup quarterback of all time, he could be in there. Okay. Him and Chase Daniels. Yeah, yeah. I think the third one I'm on the fence about is Russ. Yeah, see, Russ uh,
0: yeah.
2: Russ was the one that I was—Russ and Stafford were the two that I could easily see getting in. Stafford has a stronger—well, ca- you want know, to know what? I think Russ has a stronger Russ would look case. great in
3: the in the statue. Russ and Stafford and Tannehill are all 35, and ca- and cousins. Uh, so All of them are 35. Yeah, I left him off intentionally. Flacco's problem, 38. He's the oldest.
2: The problem with some of these guys is they were— Stafford, out of all of those names— I Think is the best out of there.
1: Go I ahead. agreed. Longevity, his peak, Stafford. Russ appeared in two Super Bowls. He's
3: got he that out of the others.
2: He should have won two Super Bowls.
1: Should have won two
3: Super Bowls. <laughs> should have won, but it was <laughs> yeah. also his fault they
2: didn't. Well, <laughs> well no, 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 no. Matt Patricia, know. he had that. That was the play.
1: Let, let the record show, play. Ian just gave it. proof or I think credit it, to Patrick. I'm
3: with well, you that it comes com- down to those three there's who have the joke. best shot. No, it's no, no sorry guys. A joke.
2: <laughs> <But> <laughs> a joke. It's
3: not, <laughs> not <laughs> Worth noting that a few guys uh, are. We still, didn't say
1: Kirk Cousins. <laughs> by the way, Justin Manson, So suck it. Kirk Cousins is 35. Fraud. You,
2: you, as a quarterback, you don't have a shot of getting in unless you got a ring, at least.
3: I really think that that's true. That's true. It, really. okay. So we've got Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, and uh, and Gino on the low end of thirty, still with a lot of career left. yeah, but not feeling like either of them are in- nosing towards any potential playoff run. What's your second I'm, question on there? The other question is basically, I'm wrestling with a decision on which uh, franchise is the biggest dumpster fire right now, and I want to go with Carolina. I think I'm going oh, with Carolina. Yeah. Do you think it's There's- not the Panthers?
2: It's Panthers because of how much their owner meddles into everything.
3: Yeah, David Tepper, yeah. I think is his he name. Was, he's, a, he's a terrible owner. Yeah, and that bar re- is so low because I generally think that NFL yeah. franchise owners are the worst human beings he's on earth. He's
2: been reported. There's been a lot of like stuff that's come out about him specifically. like. He was the one who said you have to draft Bryce Young, even though Frank Reich wanted Stroud because it matched his system better. He didn't care. It's apparently been – there have been some coaches that said he has literally come into their their coaches meeting, gave him a play, and he said, I saw this team run this. I want you guys to put this in the playbook. He's
3: so impatient. He's so impatient. Like the first head coaching hire he did, he interviewed one guy and canceled the other interviews because he said he's fine. We'll go, we'll hire him. And then he fired Frank Reich, the yeah. most recent hire, after, um, and really an unprecedentedly short window. I think that it's been decades, a lot of decades, I'm pretty sure, since the last time a coach started a season and was fired sooner than this. Urban Meyer went longer yeah. What's uh, interesting, than Frank Reich.
2: What I find, there's like a really interesting parallel here is that. The Panthers have an owner that is too involved.
3: Way too – super impatient. He's had six coaches
2: The Lions, since he bought the team. The Lions, during the William Clay Ford area, he was so uninvolved, and they were atrocious. Yeah. So there's, like, two opposite spectrums going on there. I just think it's really interesting. I think they're the biggest dumpster fire. I, I think that they're the
3: worst – the least attractive franchise for, like, a head coach – to yeah. go to, uh,
1: it is, it's a terrible organization. I would- Frank Rick has a bag right now. He got paid by the Colts and the Panthers. He's going to get $36 million through 2026 from the Colts and between 20 to $40 million over what was supposed to be a four-year contract from the Panthers. That dude has got fired twice in <laughs> one year and 24 days and is going to get paid close to – 50 to 70 million dollars. That's a rocket, right? There there. Is, is there a better job in the world today than being a fired NFL or college football coach? That's the summit, I think. The backup. He doesn't have to do anything anymore. <laughs> no, I don't think the backup. I don't even think they get paid. To, uh, the
2: backup, well, uh,
1: yeah, it's fair. It's insane. He's <laughs> yeah. not even a disaster of a coach. I'll take, I'll say the worst franchise I wouldn't want to be a part of would be. <sighs> This is kind of bad to say, I think, but I'm gonna go with the Jets. They're cursed. Mm. They're cursed. The they Jets, jets are, are cursed. Yeah. Wow. All right. The Jets. Right now, currently, I'd say that. Um. Well, can we get your weekly segment this?
2: Oh yeah. For today's guys, show, Ian. You guys. A little
1: blind rankings. You tell us five you, things. Uh, we give you one through fives. Okay.
2: We haven't. Whoa! I almost fell off the table there. <laughs> <laughs> Ian is on the table. <laughs> <laughs> We've. Uh, we haven't acknowledged the fact that, guys, it's December. Oh,
3: oh, it's LaFleur Lefer- month. Yeah.
2: LaFleur Fleur- has never lost
3: in December. Whoa. Undefeated
2: oh. in the month. Mr. December. Well, fuck him. Oh, jeez. Oh. Wow. <laughs> 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 ah. <laughs> Shut up. So, so, you know, it's Christmas. Christmas, guys. I it's upon it. us. Let's finish this.
1: No, I'm kidding. Wow.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is coming. It's on its way. Mm-hmm. and uh, tis the season one of my favorite things okay <coughs> that has recently happened
3: Christmas cookies no Christmas music on the radio yes
2: oh <laughs> have you heard have you heard what the, you heard the Kelsey's the oh, Kelsey God, brother Christmas song no no you haven't heard it yeah God. I've
1: heard a little bit of it I don't want to
2: it's actually pretty good is it? You would like it, Kyle.
1: I probably would. You would like it.
2: I'll play it for both of you and we're all said and done here. Okay. But you wanna know what? It got me thinking. Okay. We've been talking a lot of football guys.
1: Yeah. Let's do something different.
2: Let's do something different.
1: Thank you. New podcast. You know what? Starting next week. <laughs> Welcome to we're the gonna... song after.
2: Yep. I was thinking about this. We could blind rank the best Christmas songs. Okay. Hit but, me with it. But oh. here's the problem with doing that is that there's like so many staples uh-huh. of like mm. Christmas songs by very many different artists.
1: You're gonna have to narrow it down somehow. So you, you know what I heard recently? A song, by the way. Can I cut you? I love it. You Christmas socks. It. Have you heard of that? I've never Christmas heard of that. George Strait oh, or Christmas wow. cookies. I'm sorry. Huh? Student introduced me to it. Listen to it after listeners. Listen to it. Okay. <laughs> Christmas cookies. George right. Strait. Great cool. song. So sorry. Anyway. Yep.
2: I figured. Okay, we can't do specific songs because there's too many. There's too many artists. Out there that have done those variations.
3: Right. Josh Groban.
2: But, <laughs> but what if we ranked the best Christmas artists? These are the artists, okay. the singers okay. that when you think of Christmas music. Okay. I already these, my number one. Go ahead. These are the guys. All right. Okay. And you want to know what? <laughs> I feel like we have to start off with the classics.
3: You're going with Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. You?
2: Bing Crosby. Oh. <laughs> I said classics, like old school.
3: Okay, that's easy. You got to go with one.
2: Ooh, you're putting Bing at number three. 1. Who could beat Bing? Three. I have at least Bing would be my number 2. Okay. I'm going to join in on this because
3: okay. I but I already know. But it you, it's not blind for <laughs> it's you not blind. Right, whatever. He's whatever.
2: my number 2. Yep, yep, he's yep. my number 2. Okay. Josh Groban.
3: Okay, he's up there. I'm going to give him number 3. 4.
2: I'd put him at 5. Okay. I'm not, oh, a big it's coming here. I'm not a big Josh Groban fan, but Claire said I should put him on the list. All right, not a singer. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Ah!
1: Five.
2: Two. Ooh, I put him at three. I put him at three. All right, these are the heavy hitters. That's why I left them. One and two alive. Michael Buble. <laughs> Michael
3: Buble is
1: number four. two.
2: One. Number one. Cause you're waiting for the I think, last. No, one. I think
1: he's going to curveball. I don't think it's going to be Mariah Carey. I think it's going to be Frank Sinatra.
2: Ooh. I thought about Frank, but Michael <sighs> and Michael Buble and Damn Frank it. are the the crooners. I was
1: hel- I was holding out for Frank. Now I'm going
2: to Mariah. I thought you were going to have
1: more classics here. Where's Gene Aut- Autry or uh, where's the guy or
3: that Frank I did thought. I th- where's the
2: guy that did The Grinch? I thought about putting Nat King Cole in here. Oh, come on. That's right. a like that's an yeah, old totally. school classic. Totally, you should easily. Oh, yeah, one. his okay. voice is classic. But I, number one, Mariah Carey. There we go, baby.
3: I guess I'm, that's number five for me. Wow. You know,
2: I think Mariah Carey's overrated. Oh my gosh, did I say that?
1: Let's move on to it.
3: <laughs> I
2: just
1: want—we're uh, kind of running uh, short on time. We want to make sure we finish this pod up quick. Um, fantasy update: win, loss.
2: I lost. Awkward. Yeah,
1: Kyle.
3: I might have just played myself into the playoffs by beating Braxton.
2: Uh not quite.
3: No, I'm not in the playoffs. No, I'm gonna we got g-
2: one more. We have one more week. Suck it, Braxton. Okay, so I'm
3: going to go 7 and 6 uh after today.
2: Uh you and me, by the way, are on the bubble.
1: Whoa, you're in the hunt?
2: I'm in if it oh, were okay. to end. He is not.
1: Wow, frick, I'm going up. So are like the Buffalo really Bills next week.
2: Now and you're like I the wanted the Indianapolis Colts. I wanted to do an eight-team playoff.
1: Oh, back to this. Okay.
2: He wants to do six. Now, if we do eight, Kyle's in. If we do six, Kyle's not in. I see why he wanted that Ian. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've set it to six. Must
1: watch game of the week this week. We have Philly-Dallas. I think it's a no-brainer. Two heavy-hitter teams. Dallas lost to the Eagles before when they played. It was a very close game. Dallas has been virtually unbeatable. Even though I know they had a close game with Seattle last week, They have been a very heavy hitter team, and I'm really interested to see how they play in a very high contested game where this is truly like a playoff game. And we've all talked about how the cows don't perform when the lights are on, when the game's important, when the playoffs are close. Can they do it? That's what we'll watch in our must-watch game of the week. This is
2: long-term ramifications. This is going to be a big seeding game because Dallas can play themselves into winning their division, maybe even stealing number one or two seed away from Philly, and Philly dropping all the way to five. This is a really important game for both teams.
1: For a lot of seeds yeah. in general, this is Every, a big game. This,
2: I mean, this is like one of those games you're going to be watching. It's Everyone's going to be tuning in on this, even the Lions. And all teams will
1: have a rooting interest in it, oh, for yeah. sure. Uh, lock of the week. Our game, we're going to move to our predictions. Our lock of the week is where we guarantee one team will win over the other eye of the Dolphins. I talked about the Dolphins earlier being my lo- uh, a great team for me with Tyreek Hill, I got the Dolphins locked over Tennessee Titans. Ian, can you give us your lock of the week?
2: I never thought I would take the Texans as a lock, but I'm taking the Texans as a lock over the Jets because the Jets are abysmal.
1: I like that. Uh, Kyle, your lock of the week, the team you guarantee for a fact that they will win over another team. Who is that? I guarantee. Clear your throat, boys.
3: Let's see. Uh, uh, I'm looking at the list right now. I'm with on this. Uh, let's do something fun. Let's make Sunday interesting. Let's go with Packers. Let's go with
2: Packers could be a lock over who they're playing. Giants. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, you That's
3: right. It, that's right. Oh, you <laughs> feel you like I've done. I did do that. I did a Packers lock recently. No, I didn't. I've never done a Packers lock. What are you do talking it, do about? Do it now. I'll do it. I'll, I'll lock in the Packers.
1: All right. Locking in the Packers. Wow. Lock them in. Get lock upset pick train. of the week. The team that we think, based on what Vegas' odds are, we think we're going differently. Ian, can you tell us yours?
2: Uh, I I picked Denver last week, too. I f- feel like Denver is becoming my new upset team.
1: You're on the Denver train.
2: I Well, I'm not on the Denver train. I'm on No, the, you are. I'm on the Denver. They aren't as bad as people think they are. They can definitely a team that's scary they're a trap team they're a trap team okay
1: i got team. Uh, so you got denver over uh, the chargers yep. i have philly over dallas i think philly's gonna have a bounce back week i can't believe uh,
2: philly's not favored to win that totally
1: game. i think it's disrespectful just kind of like the 49ers felt like they were disrespected this I is how philly will.
2: by the way this is how philly gets that chip on their shoulder by being like they literally rolled their super bowl win on underdog yeah
1: um Kyle, give us your upset pick of the week. You don't have them picked out right now, so just kind of give me a game, and I'll uh, tell you whether they're upset or not. Okay. Let's just something random. Raiders over Vikings. I can. Raiders are the underdog. All right. Raiders All right. over Vikings. You All put right. that in our spreadsheet, go. please. There we go. Uh, anything else you guys got to add? I want to thank you for listening to our pod, sending it to your friends, even you, your, G, your family. Your, Don't stop listening. Your listeners, your enemies. You know, I, I usually have been ending the segment with a little bit of a story, and I got a joke for you guys. You know, do you guys know what the difference between a piano, a bottle of glue, and a tuna is? I have no idea. Well, you can't. You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a tuna. Ha. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs>
1: The bottle of glue, that's where everyone gets
2: stuck. I'm going to go ahead my mini-wheats now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we want to thank you, listeners. We'll see you next time.